0: Happy Friday. Thank you for joining us on the East West Sports Podcast. I am your host, Fidel. Alongside with me are my co-hosts, Kendall and Jerry. How are you guys doing out there?
1: Doing pretty good, Fidel. I'm also doing very well today.
0: That's good. All right, guys. So let's go over some major uh, NFL headlines that came out today. Uh, the first one would be Austin Eckler. Uh, he's going to go back to the Chargers on a four-year deal worth $24.5 million with $15 million guaranteed. What are you guys' thoughts on that?
2: Um, I'll I'll go ahead and take over. Yeah, I think it's a great deal for the Chargers. You no, know, they're trying to find somebody to replace Melvin Gordon for the long term. And I think, you no, know, um he actually he's been there for a few years now, so he, he's he's pretty good in the system. And it you no know, it could also be an ox in the little Tom Brady back there too. How you feel about that, um Jerry?
1: Yeah, I mean, he has really, really shined when he has given the opportunity. I mean, not only that, but the off season the off season workouts that I've seen him, I mean, he's taking it very serious. And he's done it the right way. He's kept his mouth quiet and just working hard. So I think that he's well-deserving of it. I think that he is he is really a good chess piece. You know, he, he could be the running back that can, you know, just pound it right down the middle, or he'll, he can catch it, just turn it up, feel for a touchdown. So I think it's, it's a great re-signing for the Chargers.
0: Yeah, I feel it's the same. Yeah, uh, That that means for sure Melvin Gordon's not going to come back. I mean, we kind of knew that anyways from last year when yeah. he sat out for some weeks. So, yeah, I think that's a great move for the Chargers. Yeah, he, whenever he played, he did play very well for them. So we're just going to have to see where Melvin Gordon uh, ends up. Uh, also, too, the Saints plays first-round tender on restricted free agent quarterback Taysom Hill. Uh, we all kind of knew that was going to happen. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on that?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, um, Taysom Hill—he—he was—it was, report, was reported that he wanted to be a starter, so he was looking for start starting quarterback money. Yeah, I, so I didn't think he was going to end up in New, end up back in New Orleans this coming season. But you know, obviously Sean Payton has some else in mind, and the same they—they um—they put the tender on him. So if any teams wants to sign him, they got to give up, you know, a first round pick for him. And I just um, so we just—it's gonna be very interesting to see what goes on with that situation.
1: Yeah, and just to add to that, I mean. He is a a gadget player, you know, uh, can be quarterback, wide receiver, uh, even special teams. So that's kind of interesting. I think that, you know, they're trying to keep him, but not at that top dollar deal. So just see what happens with free agency. I mean, there's so much rumors and just speculations. I mean, this has kind of been one of the most tangled (laughs) offseason, you know, trying to guess where, each player is going to go. You know, are we? Are, you know? Is Tom Brady going here? Is you know? It's just we just got to wait and see what happens. And then once everything settles, I think we'll we'll, we'll see what they're going to do with hit with him long term.
0: Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, we we all kind of had an idea that if they were going to do this. They had already kind of talked about it as well. I know Sean Payne had mentioned it that they wanted the, they wanted him to come back. Um, I, I doubt any team is going to give a first round pick for Taysom Hill. I mean, he, he's played some, but not a lot. Not I don't think it's going to be worth a first round, you know, pick taking that risk um, and having him be your starting quarterback for your team. All right. Also too, we're going to go over the AFC West team needs. Jerry, so I'll go ahead and let you start off with that.
1: Yeah. The, uh, we we I'm gonna go, uh let's go ahead and talk over the uh, about the Colts situation and the Texans. So it's AFC South. Just to just to verify, um, you know, uh, let let let's start off with the Colts. You know, I think the uh, the Colts have done a, a great job as far as building this team up through the draft and and bringing in the right coaching staff and whatnot. Um, it was unfortunate when Andrew Luck, you know, retired all of a sudden. Uh, Jacoby Brissett kind of got thrown into the, you know, got thrown right into, you know, the uh, just right into the starting lineup. But, uh, you know, I I, I did see Jacoby, you know, as the the season, you know, he had his ups and downs throughout the season. Can I honestly say he's a franchise quarterback? I don't I don't know if it's if it's fair to say yes right away and and I, I don't want to say no. I mean, he's not andrew luck and and that's that's the thing is that we compare that to andrew luck but you know the colts are are you know they're sitting pretty with the number 13 pick in the first round this year and the second round they have pick 34 and pick 44 you know when you look at their needs you got i put quarterback right at the top they also need help on the defensive line also a wide receiver and 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 add depth especially maybe a uh, a playmaking uh, defensive back. When you and then just
0: back... To, sorry, just to add on to that too, uh, I mean we've seen you know Philip Rivers' name has been attached to that team as well. Um, the other quarterback too in the draft that's been attached to them would be Jordan Love as well.
1: And, and I, the, I was about to talk about that. I think that I do. I do believe that. Ideally, I've I've heard Philip Rivers also tied to Tampa Bay. Ideally, I think that what that defense can do, I think that Phillip Rivers would need a dome situation, and uh, I think that he could he could bring out the best and, and the wide receivers they do have. I mean, they're not... Aside from T.Y. Hilton, I mean, if he could just stay healthy, I think that he could put up some some really, really big numbers with, with somebody like Phillip Rivers. Uh, but I think, from what I'm seeing, especially towards the end of the 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 season Chris Ballard was actually going to Utah State games with his scouts to go scout Jordan Love, and uh, you know I personally scouted Jordan Love and is he is he the perfect you know day one starter quarterback in my in my eyes I believe that he can do a lot for you he's not an Andrew Luck you know he does need to work with the quarterback coach and you know get get timing footwork you know a lot of times I did see him kind of stare down his first read and actually go to his first read the thing with Jordan Love that makes him so unique is that he really does not need a drop back I mean he can literally just stand there and just I mean let the ball go I mean that that's the one thing and you know people have comparisons to him um, uh, Patrick Mahomes, I've heard it, I've heard him at his actual interview, and they asked him about it, and he said, he, he says that he didn't mind, he understood that Mahomes, you know, is at, a, is at a high level, playing at a high level, but he did say, you know, he tries, he tries his best to kind of, you know, use some of the things that he sees from him and tries to put it in his game, so it's kind of good, it's kind of good to see him have those goals and, and what not. But I do think at thirteen in my mock draft that I have, and which should we it should be out shortly for all for all of you to see. I do have the coach selecting uh, Jordan Love at thirteen, so I really, really do think that, that that's a, a a very very realistic pick right there. And uh, I from what the last I heard was his name was really getting hot, especially during the combine. So. I mean, aside from that, I mean, they have a lot of cap space. So what do you think, Kendall? As far as free agency, do you think? Uh, what do you What do you see them doing with free agency?
2: Um, yeah. I mean, alongside w- w- what you said, Joe, I think the um, the coach they're going to try to address that quarterback position, and they have a lot of cap room. So I think they're going to try to um probably try to get some more pieces on the defense in the secondary. And maybe, like, I, I, I'm obviously – it's been reported they're going to go with Phillip Rivers at quarterback, maybe. All the reports I heard out, out the scouting combine. And I think on defense, like, they got they, – the Colts are one of the top five teams in cap space this offseason. So, I think they're going to get some D-linemen, maybe a couple – maybe a couple of secondary pieces, and then try to fit the other needs
1: through the draft. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, um, I, I think – I think especially with that pick 34, that's that's – that's a that's almost a first round draft pick right there. Um, sure. any any names there, uh Fidel that you think that would be a good pick for the Colts?
0: Well, to me it all depends what they do in free agency. I mean, the number one situation they got to figure out is the quarterback situation to me, which the Phillip Rivers rumor does make a lot a lot more sense for them to actually sign him and maybe have Jacoby sit out for, you know, sit, sit out for a year or two. I mean, I really don't see Phillip Rivers, you know, playing beyond this year anyways.
1: Me neither. Yeah, I, I can agree. I think, you know, maybe one, maybe two years left. So I think I think you're absolutely right on that one. Uh, moving on to Texans, uh, you know, obviously Texans do not have a first-round pick this year uh, with uh, with the trade for Larry Tunsell, and it was uh, Kenny Stills, right? Um, they gave up that first-round pick. Their pick, they don't pick until the second round, and I think the pick number is actually it is fifty-seven. Their biggest need right now, I mean, when you actually look at when you actually look at it, Deshaun Watson is the most sacked quarterback in the league, and uh, we were having during our meeting we're at, actually having an interesting discussion there. Uh, you know, after making those moves, you know, with Larry Tunso and whatnot. I think it was Kendall who brought it up. You know, sometimes it looks like, like – uh, well, I'll let you say it. How would you say it? it yeah, it, it just feels like when I'm
2: watching my family, watching the games on, on the Houston Tex on that offense mainly, it seems like uh, Deshaun, he, he has a hard time getting rid of the ball. He does – he tries to do too much. Agreed. You know, he, he tries to do exactly too much. You know, the offensive line can only hold up for so long, especially when you're a running quarterback at that.
1: No, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I see it, and it's just he's a playmaker. I, it, you know, I had to say he's maybe for sure top five quarterback. I just love the grit and the way he just plays yeah. the game. Uh, I remember two years ago, against guess the Dallas Cowboys, wow, he got he got his, I mean, how many times did he get a hit and got rocked, and he just kept on pounding away, and they they won that game. You know what I mean? And, and then you saw a lot this year, too. I do think that, that they should definitely focus. I don't know how their cap space looks, and I know they're going to have to re-sign Deshaun Watson as well. And then, of course, you're probably going to have to address the J.J. Watt situation. Um, the, uh, the, other need, the the other neat – definitely, I think the offensive line, I think that's kind of – there's still going to be some depth there. I know the – I know the the cornerback position was addressed last year in the second round with Lonnie Johnson out of Kentucky. I believe that's the school he went to. Um, so I don't know. I think I think that with that second round, that fifty-seven, hopefully, you know, they could get themselves a, a, a solidified center. I know that Kendall and during our meeting mentioned, hey, maybe another right, maybe a right tackle, right? So you know, yeah. give them give him as much time as possible, but. Aside from that, what do you think they should do in free agency? Um, well,
2: I think in free agency, probably like I said, like like you said, the talc and I, they might look to add another like a veteran president at wide receiver. I can see Houston yes. going there. I could I could can, I can definitely see Kenny on uh, their, their wide receiver. They, they got Kenny Stills last year from the Dolphins, and then they got Will Fuller, and he's been injury prone ever since he came out of Notre Dame. Yes. So I can I can definitely see them going wide receiver. And, and trying to get somebody a veteran out there outside the DeAndre the Hopkins they might they might so they got Kenny Stills they got um Will Fuller and they got this guy they got their rookie from last year um Kiky Q I think this is his name so they, they they still they got him but I think they 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 need to get some depth some, some depth that they can depend on at wide receiver.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if you think about the, you know the playoff game that they lost against Kansas City, I mean they were up, I, I mean. I might be wrong but I think there are like two touchdowns if not three. You know. So besides the offensive help, they I believe they also need defensive help as well, maybe at the linebacker position. Lots. Linebacker.
1: Yeah. I saw the they need a linebacker that can cover. I know that the what was the name of that oh that Mississippi State linebacker. I had to go back and check, I had to check the tape, but man, he he actually he actually did so well at the combine. Um was it Gay out of Mississippi State? Think think if he's still there in the second round. I mean, you also got other other linebackers uh, that are available through the draft. Uh, Troy Die is another one out of Oregon. I guy just seems to fly all over the board. Yeah. The, only, the only thing with Troy Die, I think they were saying he played with a torn meniscus all all season. I was like, holy moly! Like that's that's, that's, that's not tough. That. Yeah, that is tough. I mean, that's that that's not a that's not a that's not an injury you can play with, but. Definitely, you know they have their options available. I think the the Texans' future does look really bright. You know, um, aside from that, I mean, what do you what do you got? What do you what do you think the Jaguars and the um, the Jaguars should do with the with their play with their with their two first round picks? Um,
2: yeah, I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars—they're a team that's that's. I mean, obviously, they're in transition. I mean, the past couple of years like they're, they're a team that are a few years away from the AFC championship game, and if they made a couple of plays in that game, hey, we might be talking about the Jaguars as a, as a Super Bowl champion the past couple of years if they would, if they went on to, to play in the Super Bowl that season. but I think the Jaguars, I think they need they traded Jalen Ramsey last year and they got, they got, they, got a, they got a pick back from there, a pick or two back from that, and they went, they got the ninth pick this year and they got they got pick number 20 so they got they, they traded Jalen Ramsey, so I think they need to target a cornerback, and I'm looking at C.J. Henderson from Florida. I think he'd be a great pick for, for the Jaguars sitting right there at nine, because they and they, they got to get some secondary help. They just traded AJ Boye earlier in the week, so he's has going from there. So I think corner right there for Jacksonville, and then I think they could they could get a, they could get a tight end at in the end of the draft with their twentieth pick, maybe like a guy like Cole Komet or Adam Troutman. And I think for he, Adam Troutman, he's, he, he's from a small school in Davidson. I think that I say, I think any one of those positions will feel some great um, need for the Jaguars. Then um no something else about the Jaguars a lot of their players they're starting to ask out they don't want to be there The team like I said is currently in transition so man it's getting to the point now where players are starting to they're starting to ask out so that's gonna be a a big problem in the locker room when the season gets start to see it's, what the Jaguars do this year yeah and and then just to add on to that it,
0: it's crazy you know three or four years ago these you know the Jacksonville Jaguars were a quarterback away from beating the Patriots in the AFC Championship. And now they're kind of just going through a rebuilding process. So it's just crazy to think how how quick of a turnaround that was, from one. Real reason.
2: yeah. Real crazy, and, and from what, what I've been seeing, it looks like it looks like they're gonna go with garner Minshew at quarterback this year. So they might have to. I don't know if they're gonna keep um, Nick Foles on the bench with that with that money he got, or they might try to cut him or trade. I don't know how they're gonna work out that. But you know, they got it's it's a lot of questions to be answered in Jacksonville for a pretty young team. You know that they got some talent. Across the board at, at spots, but you know they're they're current. They're they're obviously in a rebuild mode. They they just uh, the Jaguar they're, they're they're just a different team right now, so they're not going to be the same team this coming season. So it'd be interesting to see if they um if they try to trade some more of their younger players like a Leonard Ned or maybe like a Marquis Lee or a DJ Charlie might try to get rid and try to add some draft capital for the years to come. That's what I'm thinking. Jacksonville is going to end up doing
0: well, and then also too, just to add on, add on to that too. I did read that they're planning on franchise. Um... And Dockway as well. Yes, and
2: yes. Thank you. I forgot to mention and then,
0: Dockway. But I also do. I did read. Read. Oh my God. I also read all that he did not want to be there. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. If he's going to yeah. actually, you know, if he's going to play there, or if he's going to ask for a trade, or he's just going to sit out. I doubt he'll sit out because you know the paychecks.
2: Yeah. So yeah, they're going to add up for him. It's be. It's going to be very interesting to see what goes on in Jacksonville. I'm telling you. And uh, I don't. um like I said, they got, they got some some players on their team that's eating up some couch space. You know, you got Calais Campbell, so they might try to you know, slim some dollars off of what he's getting or what He might get cut or trade or something like that, but they don't have a lot of count room right now. So, you know, Jacksonville, look for Jacksonville to make some moves coming up here in the next couple of weeks.
1: And I want to add to something real quick. I think that last year their first two picks that they had in the first round, second round, wow, they hit home runs, I think. You know, well, I for sure, Josh Allen, the deep – I mean, when he was coming out of college, everybody out of Kentucky, uh, coming out of college, he was an, he looked like a 3-4 outside linebacker, you know, yeah. but he played with the hand in the dirt and had a great year. Uh, and then they actually got Jawan Taylor, who during that time, he was projected to be a top 15 player, and he fell in the second round. So I do think they do have great, you know, building blocks with those two players right there. Definitely, like you said, I think that was a great word to use. Transition, they're in a the transitional period, right? Uh, right. But wow, I, I I have not heard anybody mock uh, Henderson at number nine. Uh, that's kind of high to me. That's kind of high, uh, but from what I've seen and the research I've done, you know, there he's he's second. Right there with the he's second behind Akuda. Akuda is a little bit more physical and a sure tackler. I think the knock with Henderson was that he wasn't that he wasn't looking to make contact or or you know get in and get in any tackles. Right. So, but yeah, uh, I think
2: they had a pretty good draft. I mean, he had a pretty good compound too. I
1: think. I think. I think what they should do is just solidify that that offensive line with that first pick. You know, i I. You know, just looking at the team, I know you got Jawan Taylor. I think, I think he played majority of the snaps on the right on the right tackle slide. But I mean, if you can get yourself a left tackle, I think that would be real good. But no, I think both both those picks that you just said were were very interesting. But yeah. you know, interesting. I want to see. I really want to see how how what Jacksonville is going to do.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Now, like like moving on now to Tennessee. The most. Play, um, yeah. Uh, wait, yeah, you can go ahead for that.
0: Well, I, I was just gonna say Tennessee's the the team that I'm most interested in to see what they're actually gonna do. Yeah, um, we all are
2: interested in Tennessee. Yeah, most it's-
0: interested team in the, the division.
2: Yes, yeah, because you know with Tennessee, like they're we we hear rumors you now they're they're in the Tom Brady count. They're, they're trying to get they're trying to get Brady to come to Tennessee. So, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do at Tennant Hill. If Brady doesn't land there, what does conversation with Ray and Tennanthill gonna be in the GM? So this could be interesting there. You know, they're picking there at 29. And, you know, they were just in the AFC Championship game last year. So I think, you know, they got, they got a few free agents that they want to resign. You know, you got Derrick Henry, you got Tennant Hill, Logan Ryan, all, they, all of them are out there. Um, Malcolm Butler, I've been hearing talk. They might, they might try to trade him or cut him because he has to really live up to the contract they gave him a couple of years back. But I think at 29, I think Tennessee, they might they may go corner. Or I'm, I could definitely see them going left tackle. Because if they're a team, they don't have a lot of needs, but they can they can add some depth and some spots right there for the Tennessee Titans. And I think you know, I think a lot of their needs going to be based off what they do at Freds, what they do at the quarterback position. If they if they if they if they do enough to lure Tom Brady the Tennessee, so we are going to be interested to see what they do with that twenty nine pick.
1: I think I think you're you're spot on with the with the uh, the tackle spot right because uh, you got, Tannehill, Derrick Henry and then mm-hmm. Cocklin they're all free agents and i think uh rumor has it they're going to probably use the franchise tag on Derrick Henry yeah so if you lose Cocklin well then you're going <laughs> you're going to have to re up on that on that on the offensive line side so but it's a very interesting team i mean they they came so close that they had a lot of people believing in them you know um just it's just hard i mean you got every team I mean every team has to just think about how to stop Patrick Mahomes especially when you get to- towards the end you know championship or even in the Super Bowl you know against Mahomes how do you stop him you know you got to have you got to have defensive line that can crash you know you know collapse the pocket and you got to have you got to you got to be able to have corners and safeties that can you know contest every ball that he throws you know
0: and maybe you, you can't stop them. It's just a you know, you have to keep up with them. And the team with the with the ball at the end will win the game too. So that's where I feel a lot of these teams are gonna they're gonna try to reload their offenses to keep up with the with the Chiefs.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. the Chiefs Yeah, the Chiefs are a team that everybody everybody's looking up to right now. You got the Chiefs and you got Baltimore. Two half line offense, two different offenses are the way that they use their teams, but you no, know, they're they're, they're, they're clearly, the, they're, they're the top of the, the conference right there in the NFC.
0: And then we'll also, too, just to stay with Tennessee, well, the Brady rumor. I mean, it just keeps on that Tennessee's the favorite, you know, if he doesn't go back to New England uh, to land Tom Brady. So, at the same time, it's kind of like we were talking about on our conference call uh, earlier, Kendall and Jerry. Yeah. right. What, what would make Ryan Tannehill come back? After all these rumors, them you know, them you know, letting him test free agency—that actually came out this morning. The one thing that would you know fix all that would be money. But how much money are we talking about as well?
2: I, um, yeah, yeah, I think like uh, he's going—he's going to ask for a little more, cause especially with them flirting with Brady and whatnot. You know he maybe he can use that some leverage or whatnot, so it's gonna be a that I'm tell you, I would love to be a fly on the wall to see what them discussions are gonna be about because that's, that's gonna be interesting. Like, your court, your starting quarterback, he was a couple plays away from you. know y'all, the Titans could have been in the Super Bowl, and Tannehill made one or two more plays in that game before it got out of hand, so it's gonna be interesting. And then, t- um, you know, Tannehill, he might come down his asking price because he knows he's with a good team, you know, they're like a, they're a piece or two away from being a Super Bowl team, so maybe that might alert that. Might, that might um, help out in negotiation a little bit on on his side. But I think, I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see what goes on there, man.
0: Yeah. So that's going to be our, our, our needs for the teams in the AFC South on our next episode, we'll go over for um, in the AFC East, their team needs as well. All right, guys. Um, Any other topics you guys want to go over?
1: Yeah, let me let me just clean up a, a couple of things. I, I was trying to look for the I was trying to remember the linebacker's name. It's actually for uh when I was saying about the Texans maybe getting a, a linebacker they can cover. Uh the, the he's out of Mississ- Mississippi State. Willie Gay Jr. He had a great he had a great uh combine. I think he ran a forty in the four uh four four six. So that was a, that was a great forty time and I mean I think there was a couple of red flags with him, but um I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure, you know, with the interviews and whatnot, a lot a lot of scouts, a lot of teams came out uh, very, very interested in him. And uh some side notes. Uh, I think we're already having some um pro uh pro days and some notable yeah. pro some notable pro days. Justin yeah. Herbert is March twelfth, uh yeah. Javon Kinlaw, March nineteenth, Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs, March twenty-fourth, Jordan Love, March twenty-fifth. Uh, uh Chase Chase on April third, and uh, Tua Uh is April nineteenth, and um, like we're talking in our conference, I think that this draft is going to be very very interesting to see. I think that you're going to see a lot of big time names, maybe perhaps fall into the late to the latter part of the draft because I think that there's going to be a run. I just have this feeling there's going to be a run in the offensive tackles. So, are on the offensive line, right? So, I expect the I expect some people to to be falling. When you see when you see my mock draft, <laughs> and you see Justin <laughs> Herbert being drafted by the uh, New England Patriots, it's 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 all because of because of the offensive line that was taken right before. So, I just think it's just gonna it's just gonna be a run that's just gonna go. It's gonna be an insane run. We're gonna be seeing some big time names. And the latter part of the draft, so I think it's going to be a very, very fun draft to watch. But it, again, a lot of it does depend on free agency. So, okay, just free agency around the just around the corner. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, aside from that, um, anybody else want to add on that?
2: Yes, one, one more quick little nugget. Um, the 49ers, they're shopping their third receiver, Marquise Goodwin. Mm. Uh, he missed he missed mm. most last season. He's a guy. He's from he. Um, he they got him from Buffalo. He was known he was he was a track star. Yes. So they're um him. He's very he's been injury prone in his, in his couple of seasons with the 49ers. So that they're, they're shopping him and they're trying to get younger at the wide receiver position. So interesting story just to keep an eye on over the next few weeks.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely interesting. I for whatever reason I, I believe they're gonna go uh, wide receiver or um or defensive back in the draft in the first round. So we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens with that. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for the East-West Sports Podcast for today. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us. Catch us next week on Monday with a brand new episode of East-West Sports Podcast. Hope you guys have a good night. All right, Thank you.
1: Thank you.